Hello and welcome to Tough Gig Comedy Podcast, where myself, Eddie Brimson, and my partner, fellow comedian, Lou Conran, will take you through our previous week's gigs and talk about life on the road. So sit back and have a listen. Hello and welcome to Tough Gig Comedy Podcast with... Eddie and Lou. Hello, Louise. You're looking at me like I'm fucking mental. We've just been giggling a lot, haven't we? Because we've just had... Harriet Dyer's been round. Yeah. She's a brilliant comedian. We've been laughing a lot. She's a wonderful... She's a great comic, isn't she, Harriet? But... Do, do you know the reason I'm laughing at you? is because you um you go into your... Oh, this is my podcast face. Oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. Where's the... Why don't you just look normal? But now you're like in, oh, I'm in presenter mode. Am I? Yeah. Not anymore, though. No, not anymore. No, back no. to normal. So back to normal. Does so, it... are you right, Louise? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is any of us any all no. right, Edward? We're, we're a bit, you're actually quite um, discombobulated, aren't you? You've been, you, you had to pull a gig yesterday, mm. didn't you? Because you've still got this vertigo going on. Yeah, which is really boring. Yeah. I managed to do my Christmas gigs. Um, because driving has been an issue, but it was a lot better. And then yesterday I was out out of it, wasn't I really? So Yeah, you woke up very shaky. And so I was quite worried about you go driving to work. So mm. we went. For, I said, let's go for a walk, see if that clears your head. But that made it even worse, didn't it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So you That's to... why exercise is bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So that's Fair my excuse enough. and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. So yeah, so um you've now finished, haven't you? You've finished now. Yeah, yeah look at that relaxing Ooh, big yawn. Yeah, because yeah, you right down your throat then. So what so how was the last what's happened in the last week gig wise? We've been a bit all over the place again, haven't we? Well I've been in Leicester and then Leicester, then Leicester Nottingham. Leicester Nottingham and then I was supposed to be in Birmingham. Birmingham. But so you've done the same club three nights on the trot, mm. which is unusual these days. You used to get a lot of that back. In, did you hear me whistle then? Yeah. Right. Right. It's unusual these days. <laughs> but because um, back in the day, you used to do that quite a lot when jonglers were a big thing. You'd do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I just whistled again. What's the matter? I don't know. You're, you're an old man. I put my teeth back in. Um, but how was that? How was it? Leicester on the Thursday was dreadful. Do you know what it is? And we've played our podcast to a few people and they've, they've said, oh, you have to be careful about what you talk about. But, you know, as a comic, you, you, it can only benefit, can't you? you <laughs> well, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. The lighting is so bad. It's The gig in, on Thursday in Leicester is in a basement. Now, that should be prime, kind of perfect location. Basement gigs are usually perfect, yeah. aren't they? But the lighting was so bad that everyone's in, like, in, I've clicked again. Yeah, you do you a lot. You're whistling and I'm clicking. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> this is going to take like a fucking what edit. Light in our old people's home. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to really be try to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the lighting is so bad that everyone's like, sort of st- I was deliberately trying to stand back so that I was lit, so that would help me get some form of connection with the audience uh-huh. but there was nothing uh-huh. it it was awful and because i hadn't gigged for a bit on thursday sometimes your mem your muscle memory just goes doesn't it and you have to remember what it's like to actually do a gig uh-huh. 
So I hadn't gigged for a couple of days. And so Thursday I was a bit like, oh God, I've forgotten how to do my job. So that was on me, some of it. And I started off quite aggressively towards a man called Jeff, who I'd suggested had buried his wife and put her under the patio, which mm. I thought would get a laugh and it was greeted with silence. So that would suggest perhaps he had killed his wife and put her under the <laughs> was patio. Was he on a work day? No, he was with his family. But not his wife. But not his wife. <laughs> Oh, well, so, that's a fair enough assumption to make. Yeah. Schlester. Happy Christmas. She's dead. So, but then on the third, yeah, so I'd, I'd gone in a bit aggressive and Thursday was like playing to um, a brick wall, really. But the good thing was I was opening, so I just got in my car and I came straight home, Aww. which I have, you know, sometimes, because I MC a lot, you don't get to do that. So it was a joy and I was like, yes, uh-huh. let's just get home. That's the benefit of doing a set rather than MC. You can mm. you can just get out the door as soon as you're done. But and then you was at Leicester. Where, where was I firstly? Oh, oh, I did a gig up in a place called Drumfield, just on the edge of Sheffield, and it was a proper it was a proper like social club, but right at the top of this hill, down this little track. But it was really it was really good fun. It was, there was only about twenty five thirty people in it. hadn't sold well. I saw a really good act that I'd not seen before, a guy called Kent Cameron, Scottish bloke, he's massive, he's got some giganticism. Um, oh, real life? Yeah, he's, like he's not massive, he's just tall, really tall, oh. very Scottish, but I think it's based in Derby, what he said, but he was really good, I'd not seen him before, he had some really, really good stuff. He was a bit um, excitable, which I think, whether that's because he's new, but stage time, he, he, he's a good comic, he's got the potential to certainly become pro I think he was very funny mm-hmm. he made me laugh a lot and my, and my mate turned up this guy called Craig some people who gig up north will know Craig or go to Edinburgh he's got Moeken, Pink Moeken. Mm. such a lovely fella he started off Sheffield Steelers ice hockey or oh, he was very influential in the building of their ice hockey club because he used to play ice hockey he never did yeah 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 he's quite a face within that um, In you well, wouldn't think it to look at him yeah yeah he's a big ice hockey fan he used to play but anyway, he turned up with his mum, mm-hmm. right, I've never met before. To cut a long story short, she'd got a Christmas card from a friend of theirs in Hemel. And Craig said, oh, that's where Eddie's originally from. Started talking to her. She goes, oh, because my husband was a snooker referee on TV. I goes, oh, really? I got, we had a family friend who was a snooker referee in Hemel. And she goes, did you? I goes, yeah, his name was Roy. She goes, oh, we know Roy from Hemel. That's the guy who sent us the card today. And it turned out the same bloke. How weird that? And that bizarre. And Craig's mum's surname's the same as mine. We're not going to say that because I might as well just give me a pin number out as well. Could you? <laughs> you know <laughs> my you pin. Have... You know my pin number. I don't actually. You do. Do you remember? My name? <laughs> <laughs> Edward is notoriously bad at technology, oh, fuck and you there know. was one occasion when um, mm. I'd gone away for a couple of days, and he couldn't get into his telephone Proceed. one Saturday morning I just woke up and I've, I could not I was going into my phone and I know what my pin number is I'm going at it I'm going at it so angry wasted a morning on the internet and I'm not good at finding stuff out on the internet I go up to the phone shop go in there talk to the bloke he's going I've never heard of this before I goes can you open my phone fucking f- I'm effing and blinding poor fella and he goes, oh, well, it'll just wipe your phone. I can't do that. And I come come home, back on the internet, 
just fuming. No, tell tell them what you and said. The, I've got two codes. I've got this. I've, I've got, got two that. codes that I use for everything. I've tried it in every sort of combination of numbers and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I shouldn't have said I've got two codes, Lou. Why? Because. Jesus. <laughs> and then... <laughs> You, know, you haven't said what they are. I know, but it's not the point. And um, anyway, I don't know. And then I was fuming when I and you oh come in the God. door. And I, was, I can't open my phone. I couldn't, can't remember the code. And you went, "What? You've not tried the 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 the?" And my face just, my face just went. Oh, and I turned my back, didn't I? I? Got my phone out, typed the numbers, and you said, and it opened up straight away. <laughs> you just, oh. you look like. Like <laughs> I don't know, you were fuming oh, when I came in the door, mate, I was and so then angry. and I, and I was like, "Well, have you tried ABC?" And then you were like looking at me as if to say, "Yes, I, no, I, <laughs> well, I'll hang on a minute." <laughs> and then you tried it, and then you, <laughs> oh fuck! Then that kind of like that second silence where you the realization was that you. You'd I was fucked up, and that poor bloke in, in, the in the shop. I've been up there twice. I went there to, in there twice. Well, to get him to open it. Twice. Yeah, I went up once and come back down and went back up again. Because it's, it's like, you've got to do so. You've got to. He goes, I've never heard of this before. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, but that that moment of realization and relief, and then I'm more brick. Yeah, what a belly. Yeah, what a belly. Yeah. But anyway, everything's anyway, all right now. Yes, everything's okay. Um, yes. So, uh, so yeah, that was my Thursday gig, and I enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. Considering mm. it's Christmas time, they were actually a really good bunch of people. The punters in there. Christmas. Can we just tell the listener that Christmas parties for a comedian? Um, are, did we talk about this last? We time? did a little bit. They can be oh, notoriously bad. God, they are. But, but this. The, um, I've been lucky over my career that I haven't had any. Real, we talked a bit about it here last week, but I haven't had any real. I've had some, you know, where they've just flatlined because I don't want to be there. I haven't had any real super duper shit mm. ones. You had a bit on Friday, didn't you? Yeah, Friday, Friday, Leicester was great. Had a lovely time. Oh, did I? No. Did I? Yeah, you said Leicester was fine, but Nottingham. Nottingham was was beautiful. They, by the time I'd arrived in Nottingham, they were feral. Um, the MC. I thought you did Nottingham first. No, I did Leicester first on it. Oh, sorry. Of course you did. Yeah, sorry, darling. Never listens to me. So yeah, so I'd got to Nottingham and. John Pearson was emceeing in Nottingham and he said he sent me a message going oh they're they're Larry um I was like oh great okay and when I walked in I well, I like to go to the gig at the beginning so I can feel the atmosphere and I mm. can kind of plan what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say so when you walk in and you've missed that whole beginning bit it's a bit off-putting I think I'm still trying to get used to the going from one gig to another it can be a bit of a strain sometimes you've got to get to another gig and it's over half an hour or something away that you kind of your mindset at the first gig's a little bit like I've got to get this done and out the door yeah and that's exactly what it, it was like yeah, no so. but um yeah anyway but I got to Nottingham and it was feral it it that like loads of people had been thrown out in in the first section or the middle section and then the the audience that you could hear them through the door just like ah Christmas parties everybody's just and the way it's in Nottingham the first two rows uh, are right under the stage and then there's a gap and then there's a raised bit at the back so you're you feel like you're only playing to the front. It's always a weird setup, something like that, isn't it? Yeah, and then, um, but I just came out and I, I was just like, right, it was, 
it was fight or flight. So oh, I had a brilliant time on Friday. Yeah, you were buzzing yeah, when you came in. Yeah, you? yeah. It was just to say the same on Saturday as well. Saturday, Leicester was great. Uh, yeah, Nottingham was great again. But then there was on the fr- on the Saturday night, John had said, "Oh, a, a fight's nearly kicked off between one woman and another woman, and blah blah blah." This woman was having a pop at another woman, and so you see, because quite often you'll, when you think of a fight kicking off in a gig you automatically your brain goes oh the stupid men but quite often well, it is quite often it's it not women that it's women a, that are going to be having a pop yeah, at each other and it was fair. on well saturday night who was you working with by the way john pearson both nights in nottingham and then um ryan ryan cullen i think yeah ryan cullen he's good right him. oh you didn't see him he's very good ryan yeah i think he did some jokes that some of the audience complained about he can be a bit dark but yeah, he's funny but he's funny I'm, i don't think i've seen him I, I don't think i have but um yeah where was i friday oh i was in york i was i went all the way to york and went early to do some christmas shopping i got there at half six and it was all shut couldn't believe it so you ain't got anything yet oh that's a nice subtle way of telling me well I'm, I'm just telling you you haven't got anything yet but you will have don't worry did you have an idea in mind of what you were going to get me not really <laughs> <laughs> I gave you very strict instructions don't buy me clothes oh I was going to say did you <laughs> yeah but don't buy your clothes yeah I know that yeah yeah but or you did no, nothing else no okay no, okay I'm moving on I did the barbecue what are you going to get I don't know yet I'm, I'm, I don't know yet I'm, I've got an idea. You haven't. <laughs> I You're I haven't. panicking. I haven't. Eyes. Okay, we're not doing that. Um, we are. I was in York at the Barbican. I've left him some real big hints. I was at York in the Barbican. He hasn't and here's the thing, right? I'm trying to change the subject. I am now. changing the subject. I want some perfume. Okay, right? That's lazy, lazy. Perfume's a lazy present. Oh, God. <laughs> if I buy perfume now... <laughs> I just realised I shot myself in the foot there yeah. I don't know. anyway this, right on Friday I did York Barbican now there's a reason that most sets are 20 minutes mm. in, a, in any club three acts 20 minutes there's a reason for that because most people's attention span if you look at uh, brain waves and there's all studies in it, 20 minutes is optimum then people can start it's like when you do an Edinburgh show most people throw their big deep bit in at like the 40 minute mark about oh yeah someone died and all that shite but Christmas show instead of having three acts two acts on 35 minutes each and it's just as a promoter you really should know if anything at Christmas definitely not over 20 because some people don't want to be there but to extend it is just I was driving up thinking this is this is ridiculous and most of the gigs this weekend, we talked to a lot of comedians this weekend, most of the gigs are really quite low on numbers. Um, maybe it's because it was, it's, this I suppose that was Black Friday, Saturday, I don't know, where people were meant to be shopping. But numbers were down, so there weren't that many people in. On first was Meryl O'Rourke, and she was doing really well crowd work. And there was a bloke there who was a, a Coleman, right? Mm. Lifted coal sacks, big airy ass bloke, tall. Mm. And he was out of a group of landscapers. And, and Meryl had gone into these blokes. She was doing really well with them. One bloke sitting on his phone. One bloke rolling a fag. And she's ripping it to them. This bloke with a bald head, the Coleman, having banter back. She did some really good stuff with him. And then she he, he, he started talking to a mate. And she went, are you just going to keep talking, you bald prick? And he just, he's a big hairy ass bloke. Out with a load of blokes. 
oh, you can't do that, you can't say that, you can't be, I've not been offensive to you. He just called you bull prick, you know. And the show, he would not let it go, this bloke. Mm. So, and he just clunked to the show to the point of, mate, you're a big bloke. You can be, you can take being called She's a bull emasculated prick. him then in front of all of his Yeah, but, work I mean, it, it was probably. so ridiculous, this fella. He's been called a lot worse than that. And he was chipping in, He, you know. It's probably because people laughed. And he, he's, he's probably Johnny Big Bollocks where he works. And then she's just yeah. made him look like an idiot. And then that's it. But it, it was so, it was he was such a dick. Other people in there were sort of going, mate, just let it go, mate, for Christ's sake. And that is a prime example of Mel's doing really well. This gig's clunked, not really through any fault of her own. You could say, oh, well, that was a bit harsh. But it wasn't really because he was a big being a big bald prick. Mm. And then, you know, you're talking 35 minute set she's got to do. And in fairness to her, she turned it around and got them back on board. Mm. Because they were on her side. And she got them back on board and she had a really good gig. She did really well. But it was just like, fuck me. For a bloke not to be able to just take that, because it wasn't done aggressively. But there's a prime example. She could have got off after 20 and the gig could have jogged on her. Anyway, at the interval, I come on, devil fucked off. (laughs) <laughs> oh lovely fucking bingo nice. for me win-win yeah yeah total win-win and of course everybody else in there was really really up for it and so um, I actually ended up overrunning selfish only a bit only a bit but I was having a really good time and I think uh, uh, they seemed to be really enjoying it so that that was that was good and you, then did I, you call yourself a big bull prick when you walked on I did did you yeah I good. said I'm a big bull prick I used to be, I used to be a calm <laughs> I used to be a calm one, but I just started doing this because I'm a big bald prick. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that was all right. And it was a good fun gig, actually. Again, considering it was Christmas. Mm. And we had someone, st- we had Andy Askins staying here. Oh. So we all wanted to get home, didn't we? We had Andy Askins, who's, if you've not seen Andy, oh, he's one, of, one of the best comics on the circuit. And without that, one of the nicest people oh, you could ever adorable. meet. He's such a lovely fella. Very, very, very funny man on and off stage. He left all his beers here. Yeah, I well, know. He don't. He just bought it. Every time he comes to stay, I said to him, you don't need to bring beers. No. Oh, yeah, well, I'll, you know, I'll have a drink with you. And then he doesn't drink. He don't and he's a bit do. like Dobby. He'll leave some clothing or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's left his pants here And his socks. Although yeah. he claims they're not his socks, but they're not yours and they're not mine. So yeah. He told us a story that he's, <laughs> his uh, mate came to stay with his daughter, Kate, and borrowed his... Sleeping bag, and she just screamed because she found a pair of his pants in the bottom of the sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's I'm such a lady. Yeah, you should do. There'll yeah. be something in there. But he's yeah. a, he's a lovely fellow and an outstandingly good comic, uh, and he's one of my favourite people on the circuit. And then yeah, then what? Saturday, I had to go to Watford. Oh, you idiot! I had to go all the way to Watford. I was meant to be doing a double double up. To make it worth it, because the Watford gig's too far to go for the money, I was doing it. But it's for a guy called Jim Alworth, who runs Comedy Hotspot. It's a new gig, because it's kind of my manner. Oh, is that your Yeah, it's my elbow. Because it's kind of my manner, he put the posters out, and I know some people will come in to see me. And any other gig gets pulled. And mm. it's the third gig this guy's pulled on me. Three out of three. And oh, that was the that gig one? that was the gig that was worth going down for. But I couldn't pull the gig on Jim. I wouldn't do that. You know me, I don't do that anyway. But most comics would have pulled that mm. and gone, sorry mate, it's not worth it. And that would have tucked him up. Anyway, it was at the Pump House in Watford, which used to be a brilliant venue. 
before comedy got onto TV, there was a really good circuit. The resident compares there were Eddie Izzard, Mark Lamar, John Mann, who was compare this time. John's very, very funny, brilliant gag writer. I saw Alan Davis and all the, So it's all those people who play it regular. Mm. That was the level. And this is before comedy really got onto TV. So it's nice to have the club back. Again, there was only about 40 people in. Eight of them were my family, <laughs> which is, I didn't expect to see them. They just turned up. I was like, oh, fuck. Sometimes that's quite nice, isn't it? Like my Auntie six, Sheila. Six family. Six Auntie family Sheila um, went through a phase of just turning up in Edinburgh and just surprising me. But then she'd always sit at the front. And she's so enthusiastic and lovely about it, but she'd always sit on the front row. So not, yeah. but you don't do that. Don't no. don't do that. Yeah, we talked about that yeah. last week. I said to them, don't yeah. sit at the front. But I, I mean, it was lovely. Don't get me wrong. Did we it was talk about that last time? Yeah, it was Did lovely we? to see them. God, I've got Alzheimer's. Oh no, something wrong with you. It was lovely to see them. You say I don't listen, but it was a real shock for them when they walked in. I was like, oh fuck, especially because I knew they weren't. It weren't a big crowd. I thought it's going to make this really awkward. And then but, you're talking about Rudy Doodies with me. Yeah, yeah. She, um, Lucy and Nicola, my nieces, said they she can't look at you now, some of the stuff she's doing. And they had their, their, Lucy had her daughter Sadie there. She's only 19. So, But I came off and she said, I've heard worse than that. She's 19, of course she has. But um, it was great to see them all. But they're eating arse now, the young but, people. N- don't say that. This is young, this is... <laughs> family you're talking about yeah. that's disgusting yeah. no, it's that's not disgusting, proper disgusting but the kids are doing no that they're not not they all are. kids are doing it because i asked on stage on saturday night in nottingham there was a load of young people on the front row and i said that all the young people are eating arseholes now and um, most of them went yeah they are that'll so. be uh that'll be that'll be up the jungles it's <laughs> 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 funny isn't it yeah that's <laughs> Please, yeah, please, please. I like that you laugh. But uh, so yeah, so that was that gig, and it was alright. I, I had a good gig. I was on with a guy called Louis Green, who's quite new. Uh, he's I've worked with him before, Louis. I didn't see him because I shot through because it was a drive home, and we had Andy here. I didn't see him the other day, but he's good, Louis. He's funny. He's a good comic, proper Never comic. Seen him. Yeah, he's only a young lad. I think he's based in Norwich. I think it's Norwich, mate. But he's a uh, he's he's good. Yeah, he's he's a proper comic. Well, and, you've uh, got to really want to do comedy if you live in Norwich, haven't you? Yeah, Norway. yeah, you are a bit out on the arse end of nowhere. Mm. And then um, I think it's Norwich, might be Ipswich, I don't know. I might be Ipswich, actually. Well, yeah. that's still anyway, uh, he's out that way. And um, Mike Gunn was closing, but I, I saw Mike in the car park, and then, uh, but I didn't see him. But Mike's brilliant. Do you he's... know what, Mike Gunn, funny man, but always has a very crisp clean white shirt yeah, he's on. well kept isn't he i don't know how i've asked him several times how do you get your whites so white mm. it's amazing well Louise, he probably doesn't put his whites in with the colors all right Judge like him. someone else i know you just whistled again yeah so that was that and then uh and then sunday you were off and i went to a gig in Sheffield, a place called the New Barrack Tavern, which is up by Sheffield Wednesday's ground. It's in the arse end of nowhere. It just stands on its own on a dual carriage. There's lots of Edinburgh previews there. Yeah, they do these days, don't they, where where they'll have six or eight mm. previews a day, a day and people a stay for the whole afternoon and see them all. I died on my hole there last mm-hmm. year in front of Edward <laughs> and a load of people. Died on my mm. absolute hole doing my Edinburgh preview. <sighs> And I lasted 20 minutes and I had to get You off. panicked, didn't you? You just yeah. did well. Oh. Your head weren't on it at all, was well, it? Well, no. And also, it don't help when, when you're, you hone in on the one person that's staring at you like they want to kill you. Yeah, that's comedy, isn't it? You always do Yeah. That. 
Yeah. It's a shame because we'd had a nice day out. We'd had a nice <laughs> dinner before then in Castleton, <laughs> didn't we? But there you go. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was brutal. How do you remember all those things? Because I remember our days out, Louise, oh. because I'm so lucky to be here. Um, something like that. <laughs> we had a nice day out. I remember days out, things like that. It's no. nice. No? No. Oh, okay. Did you have an ice cream? Yeah, I think we did have an ice cream, but we sat outside in outside a pub. Mm, I remember. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Food was all right. Mm-hmm. And then what else? What else happened? Oh yeah, no, it was a really good gig. What they do is compare two acts doing ten, break three acts doing ten, and then I had to close it, break, then close it. And again, I saw a really, really good new act. Mm-hmm. Josh Reynolds, trans, mm-hmm. going through the transition. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how long... He's still identifying as Josh. It's going to change over to Chloe, apparently. He talks about it on stage. Mm-hmm. talks about it on stage. But as we well know, there's a lot of people on the circuit because you have to be seen to be this, you have to be seen to do that, or you've got this is and that is and or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, as you talked about the other day, I'm bisexual. When you see someone who's the real deal, who's clearly going through that... Uh, um, but the way she did it and what she talked about was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Because it's in a little pub, they get like 50 people in this room, mm. it's sold out, sells out every week or, or every time they do it. But it was she really funny, good jokes, but really sort of, I don't know how to describe, not informative, but wasn't talking down to anyone. This is clearly who I am. These are the jokes. These are the problems I've got. These are the bits that you probably don't understand. But funny. Really, really funny. And I think Prob has got... Again, it's down to stage time. Has got a big future, I think. Oh, great. Really, really good. So, Josh, Josh Reynolds. And, At the moment, Josh Reynolds. Okay. It w- will change. But, uh, but yeah, funny. Really, oh, really, really funny. And... Um, and then Alex Camp was on. Do you know Alex? No. He plays guitar. He's got a great look about him, but he's a really nice fella, Alex. And he had a new song about dating and a dog. Dating a dog? Not dating a dog, dating someone who's got a dog. It was fucking funny. And you know when you see someone, it was a new bit. He said, this is a new bit. You know when you see someone do a new bit of material mm. and it just smashes, you just... Yeah. It's brilliant to see because that's, that's a banker. He's yeah. just hit a real banker, which is a good couple of minutes, you know, three minutes long. That's so that was really good. And Dawn Bailey was on as well. <laughs> and uh, fuck me, she is filthy. She's filthy. She had some lines in there that even I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, I live with you. Oh, sure. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, fuck, you know. <laughs> at one stage, I was standing at the back, this bloke was next to me, and he went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but she was great. She was great. But she's re- she's re- she's really full on filthy. See, people say I'm really filthy, and I don't think I am. You are quite rude, but you do it in a... She's full on out, I am filthy. Mm. This is me. I, And it's, it's funny what she does. You're... You you try to be good. You are filthy. You are not filthy. filthy. It's just rude and cheeky. It's, it's rude, rude and cheeky. Yeah. That's the difference. She's not being cheeky. She's just bang, straight out. It was very funny. She she, she smashed it. Absolutely fucking smashed it. And I thought, I've got to go on after this. <sighs> smashed it. Of course you did. Look at you. It, it's, I, it, I did have a, I had a lot of fun. It was a good gig. 
but it is one of them gigs. I think they're, they're a very tuned in comedy audience. They know that some people are trying stuff out. So it's not, it, I, had, I had a nice gig. So I've had a really good run of gigs this week. I'm due a kick in the bollocks. I'll do that for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably will, but don't get you a present. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've had a good run of gigs this week. It's been a lot of fun. You're I'm now done, now. done. Well, I've got a week off and then back on it. Yeah, we're back on it between oh, Christmas and New Year, aren't we? Um, yeah. Oh, you're still wibbling. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm. Well, we'll rest you up and get you on the sofa. I'm going to make a lasagna. All oh, right. Well, that's okay then. That'd be nice. I have With got. I'm gigging this week. I've got a couple of gigs: Bournemouth from Plymouth, uh, Bournemouth I can't from you're doing Bournemouth that. from Portsmouth. Well, my, I'll go and see one of my brothers. I'll go and see Bob down there while I'm down there. Yeah, and then it's Christmas week, isn't it? Christmas week. Yeah. So overall, our Christmas month yeah. hasn't been bad, has it? We've we've done all right. And I haven't really heard any horror stories this month. Well, we don't really talk to anyone else now. Oh, it goes, you know, you know what it's like. It does go around on the circuit pretty quick yeah. if someone's had, Hayley if Ellis, something's gone. Hayley Ellis rang me um, on the way home on um, Saturday. Oh, I've done it again. You did again. Uh, Hayley Ellis rang me on the way home on Saturday night and she told me, she went, she said, uh, oh, did you hear what happened to McFerry? And I was like, no. And apparently he was on stage somewhere, Christmas gig, and someone threw a bit of toast at him. No. <laughs> yeah. No. That's not funny. That is funny. Oh, did he hit like, it? Like Mickey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, that's what you get, though, isn't it? Christmas gigs, if it, especially if they're having a meal beforehand, then they've chucked a bit of toast at him. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, that used to be, with jonglers, what everyone thinks about, that was the one rule. If someone threw something at you, you walk off, you'll get paid. I remember doing Comedia in Brighton and I was on with um, Ricky Grover. Right? And Ricky, if you don't know Ricky Grover, he's a fucking great comic. Does a, he used to do a character called Buller that was on TV a bit. Was in EastEnders. Massive fella, ex-boxer. Very, and he can box. He does a lot when he's on stage. Did you ever see Ricky? No. Oh, brilliant. Fucking outstanding. Outstanding, but he he can box. You can see because he does a bit on stage with all the moves. But he's a big old lump. <laughs> when I first met Ricky, because he can be a strange. Fit. I didn't know him. Right, I did a gig with him in Essex somewhere, and I used to do a joke about a dwarf. I come off stage. Ricky stopped me, in, and I'd never met him. He goes, Ricky. Ricky stopped me. He goes, you just did a joke about a dwarf on stage, and I went, yeah, and he went. I do stuff about dwarves. It wasn't the same as what I just did, was it? And he went, no. And I went, that's all right then. <laughs> and everyone was like, you're lucky he didn't fucking knock you out. Because he has knocked her, he did knock a comic out once. Who then came... Doing the same routine? No, no, but quite, and the comic deserved it, to be fair. Oh, really? So he said something very, very rude to him. And uh, he, he said, I'll give you a chance to take that back. And the comic went to go, I don't give a... F-. And that was the end of that. Comic left the circuit for two years. Didn't Who come back. That? No, no. Oh, you tell me afterwards. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's quite a famous story on the circuit. A big comic as well. Big comic. Oh, a big comic on the circuit wise. One of the yeah. Anyway, we won't go into it. Yeah, but Ricky, I was doing comedia. Dominic Frisbee was comparing, and he said, "Right, welcome, your first act." And I was just about to go on. Right, someone threw a chip at Dominic. Rick and I've goes and I've gone. Who the Fuck, 
threw that threw a chip at him. Dominic didn't see it because he had his back. So Ricky's standing by us. Ricky's going, who threw a fucking chip? <laughs> Ricky's walking around the audience. Because I'm going, that's out of order. You're bang out of order. And then I'll do a joke. And, but I just kept coming back to me. Who, who, who threw that fucking chip? Because <laughs> I kept going back to it. Kept to because it's so rude to do it. Yeah, Ricky, was it? Was it three pounds? <laughs> no, no, was Ricky, it a big portion? Ricky, <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe that's where it started. But Ricky was what was Ricky was walking around the audience going, "Was it him?" <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's kind of it's rude having start to throw yeah. something at a comic. Yeah. Take some. I would love to have seen the way Mick handled that though. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had anything thrown yeah, at me. Yeah, somebody threw a flyer at me, like one of them cardboard flyers at Baby Blue once, and it hit me bang right on the top oh, of my really? nose. And I, I, oh, fucking I, God. one of the funniest things I've ever seen, I don't do corporate gigs, right? Because one, I haven't got an agent, they're the people who usually get them, and I haven't really got the temperament for it. <laughs> and uh, I remember doing one years ago, big dance floor in the middle in front of you, so there's no one... A huge, great space in front of you. I'm on. I'm hosting it. There's a guy, Mike Gunn, was on. He was on. He was on Chris Saturday. Shirts. Yeah, and um, a guy called Noel Britton, who yeah. is a comic but magician as well, and uh, doesn't do it anymore. Nice fella, Noel. But anyway, I've gone on. They've all round tables, so some of them have got their back to you. As soon as I've gone on, guys got up, walked over to the table directly in front of me, back to me, talking at the top of his voice. It's a corporate gig, suck it up. So I walk across the thingy, because I've got a uh, um, radio mic, mm. and I go to him, mate, do you want to sit down and watch the comedy? Because it's just started. And over his shoulder, without looking at me, he's just done that wave to wave me away. <gasps> Rude. So I've clamped him <laughs> on the head. I've just gone, bang! What, with the microphone? And whacked him on the head with a mic, and fucking made a right old noise as well. And he's gone, oh, come down his I goes, mate, don't ever do that to anybody. You don't do that to anybody. You certainly don't do that to me. <laughs> and the whole room's just gone, we fucking hate you. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, let's <laughs> carry on with the gig. They hate me. Uh, I bring Noel on. This is what I'm, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. They had them long balloons mm. on the table. Mm. Don't know why. Someone blew one up while Noel's on let go of it and it genuinely went up in the air, did a circle and then flew across the dance floor and hit Noel straight in the middle of the chest. And he just carried on like nothing. No. Yeah, it was fucking hysterical. But I'm sitting there at, at the time, I hate these people. These people hate me. I've got to get back up there. I bring my cons pretty quick. Mike reverts to doing pub gags. It's the only thing that's going to work. And the woman comes in and she went, brilliant, that. And I went, are you serious? You're worth every penny. I don't know how any of you do it. Last year, all this one lot wanted to do was go to a strip club. Wow. Yeah, cor- corporate gigs are brutal. I very rarely, I probably get one a year. It's like when, did we talk about last week about when we were leaving that gig and some bloke asked us how much we got paid? No, we didn't mention that. That was the, Mil- that was the Northampton gig. Yeah, and... Cheeky bastard. Yeah. Like, and like, so What did he say? I can't remember. Guys, I want to ask you a question. Can I just ask you a question? Oh, his mate's going, no, don't do it, mm. don't do it. What's the question, mate? How much do you get paid for doing this? Do you reckon, you know... Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Like he could just fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Cheeky bastard. And you... Oh, I just, yeah. Jog on, mate. Yeah. 
Because I don't know how much people think we actually do get paid for these. But it's, it's irrelevant. It's just it, so yeah. fucking rude. It is. There but, were, yeah. There was a spate of that about. I used to get asked that quite a lot about about five or six years ago. But anyway, there you go. Mm. So um, so yeah. So that's been this week, isn't it? What are you going to get me for Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. And who? I don't know. Will you tell me who it was? The comic cart when we finish. I will do. I'll tell you when we finish. Well, I, I, we'll do one next week, won't we? Yeah, yeah, I've got gigs this Yeah, I've got yeah, gigs yeah. this week. So, yeah. um, I'm just going to sit and... You can fester. I, oh, well, I'll um, do that anyway. I'm going to fester in my own stench. I'm going to put the fire on. I'm probably going to drink all of the wine. When I walked into the bedroom the other day, <laughs> and you were still <laughs> half asleep or just waking up, the smell <laughs> in that room was fucking That's because rooted. you're disgusting. And you, you're a vegetarian. Of course it stinks. Yeah, it is vile. Listen, then, on that note, <laughs> thank you, Louise. <laughs> They're going to make that lasagna. <laughs> Who was it? I'll tell you in a minute. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Tough Gig Comedy Podcast with myself and Lou. If you did, then please like or share. It's only a click of a button and it'll really help us spread the word. Also, you can find us on social media, on X and Instagram at Tough Geek Pod, or even better, join our Facebook page, Tough Geek Comedy Podcast, where you can leave a message or even ask us a question. And so until next time, have a wonderful week.